Yes, good call. That's exact. That's that's the exact emotion I had. That's that's a perfect call. That is like you're just like, what is he doing? What? What? And then you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I totally agree. In this episode, Rex visits a farm. Ahsoka is disarmed, and Obi Wan turns on the charm. We'll discuss Clone Wars episodes 210, 211, and 212 in this edition of the 11 Parsecs Podcast. Hello, and welcome to episode 34 of the 11 Parsecs Podcast. My name is Eric, here with my good buddy John. Hello! And tonight, we are going to be reviewing three more episodes of Season 2 of The Clone Wars. Uh, episodes, I believe, uh, 10, 11, and 12, if I remember correctly. Uh, but first, what do you... Well, I, I'm going to definitely ask, what are we drinking tonight, John? Because you uh, <laughs> dropped a beer off at my house earlier today, and I am excited about this. What we got? So this is from Evil Twin Brewing. Evil Twin Brewing is out of New Haven, Connecticut, so... That's fun. And this is their... They have weird names for their beers, apparently. This one is Will This Belgian-Style Beer Deserve Your Respect? The can is very cool. Like, I like I like it just because it's, like, right right in your face about what kind of beer it is. Like, hey, look, we know yes. what you're looking for. You're looking for other things. You know, this is a Belgian-style. You may like Belgian it. Belgian-style beer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, but you had actually alert me to the name of the beer, which I didn't realize was that little part down there in the, uh, See, in the it's, orange. It's, it's actually too subtle. That's why I, I don't. Yeah, I, don't I think really... I, I think I, I totally agree with that. I think I might make it just a little bit bigger, oh, but it reminds okay. me of, um, oh, what's the emergency drinking beer here in Atlanta? Uh, I forget which brewery it is. Yeah, yeah, but, the yellow can with the with the flat black yeah, text. Just, yeah. yeah, yeah, just just very simple, telling you what it is. And uh, I'm eager to try this, man. This looks good. I feel so bad because you... we. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just say I feel okay. You want me to feel bad? I feel bad because I I didn't trade you a tall boy. Because so John came by my house to grab a beer of mine that we're gonna be drinking on the next podcast, and he left this beer. And I went out to the to the mailbox, and I was like, oh, John brought a big beer. Oh, oh, in more ways than you think. Look, look next to the barcode. What is the? Uh, what am I getting myself into? Right there next to the barcode. Oh my gosh, twelve percent, twelve percent, my friend. Wow. And it's, okay. and it's a pint. A pint of 12%. Oh, this is going to be a good show. Strong be a really, golden. Yeah, this is going to be a really good show. All right, let's, let's crack these open. I'm, I'm eager to test it now. Uh, are you, hold on, let me get my uh, fingernails up underneath the can yeah, tab. I'm here. ready. I'm ready. Three, two, one. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Don't spill my beer. No, I didn't. I, I I was looking all around the beer can to see if I find that 12%, <laughs> and I wasn't thinking about it. And I'm just tossing the thing all around in my hands. Oh, I can smell it from like a foot away. I'm pouring. Whoa. I forget what that's called. What what is that yeast? That Belgian yeast that's it's just so Belgian y. Also wanted to make sure that our, our viewers know that John knows how to say Connecticut. He was just joking around in case you're listening. That's what I Connecticut. said. Connecticut. Connecticut. It connects right. Massachusetts with um uh oh, here so we go. Well, I said he knew how to say it. Now I'm debating whether he actually does know how to say it. All right, are you ready? I'm gonna try this. Oh, I tried it. Oh my gosh. Ooh, that is a ooh, it's good. It's strong. It's boozy. That is boozy right there. Boozy beer. Oh, man. It's good though. It does taste good. 
Yeah, let's see how that works. I feel like it's got like a little bit of orange or something in it too. It's like a citrusy almost. Citrus. That's good. That's good. That's that's. I can't. All I smell is the whatever that that you all know right, signature so, so Belgian yeast is. Twelve percent tall boy. Is this one of the four packers? That's like fifteen bucks. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, oh, very much yes. Because that's a oh that's a that is a good beer. It's a it's a punchy punchy beer. Ooh, that is a punchy beer. Oof. Hmm. Good. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. So, uh, been on a little hiatus. This is probably the first time we recorded in probably three weeks, I think. Um, been catching up, trying to get some other podcasts edited, get them out. And uh, I'm excited about this one because I, I, I feel like, and we'll get to each episode, but I feel like this was a pretty good little string of three episodes, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah agree. It, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's pretty good. Compared to, and I'm not saying that we've watched bad episodes previous to this, but I will say that I felt like each of these little stories was pretty darn good. Let's start off with the first one. Clone Wars episode 10 of season 2 called The Deserter came out on January 1st, 2010. So we're looking at almost 12, 13 years uh, ago. Um, Grievous is on, and, and this is the, I don't, I'm going to butcher the name of the planet, and I need, I meant to look this up, but I didn't. Solomuki, I think is what they call the planet. I didn't and, pay attention. Yeah, and then I think that they're they're coming down, the, the clones, a certain attachment of clones has been tasked with bringing this guy, trying to bring him in. And... Um, they land, and let's talk about, you know, just starting off at the very beginning, and, and it's, you know, it's completely random, but they see this farm, somebody's been injured, they know that they've got to uh, get him some help, or at least find him somewhere that he can lay low for a little bit to heal up a little bit, and they take him to a barn of a farm, and the wife comes in, and the wife's, you know, she's like, she's like, you guys can stay here, it's fine, just stay out here in the barn, you know, blah, 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 and then the little kids come in, and I didn't, I you know, it, it, it makes a little sense now, it's called The Deserter, but I didn't, I didn't do any research on the show before I started watching it. And uh, the kids come in, they're like, you look like daddy. And I was like, oh, here yeah. we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. man, this is, okay, this might be kind of kind of neat. And and then, you know, the dad comes home, and he was a deserter. He was a deserter from earlier in the war. And, uh, you know, he made his way down to this planet, and he's just been farming, and he's and he's happy about it. And he tells the, uh, you know, the general, he's just like, look, I, I, I yeah, I left. He's like, I'm raising a family now, and this is what I do. And you could definitely tell throughout the episode that there's a tension between both of them. Um, you know, one's helping the other one because he knows that he needs to, not because he has to. And the other one feels like the other one's kind of derelict of duty and didn't, you know, stay and, and do exactly what clones are supposed to do. So it was a neat episode psychologically for me. Like, like I, th- I thought it was really cool the way that they kind of pivoted off each other. And then the end, uh, you get this little, like, kind of thing, like, are you going to turn me in? The wife the wife asked if, if the husband was going to get turned in for being a deserter. And he said that, no, I've just had a nasty head wound and I can't really remember all this, which is kind of neat. I mean, it's, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed this episode. It showed kind of he the... Was, he was lying. He didn't have a head wound. No, I know he didn't. But that's what I'm saying. Is, is he... He's a is liar. He, <laughs> he, he's saying. willing to lie for this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I so, mean, I mean, of course. It's a yeah, good happy ending. Um, it is. I it liked, is. I liked that the, the farm guy... What was his name? Rex was the, the Rex, clone of course, trooper. Is the, the clone trooper. This guy's name... Oh man, it's gonna bother me now. I can't remember. <laughs> I'm blanking on his name. I'm looking, but anyway, I'm looking, far, I'm farmer dude. Some, yeah, farmer dude. Uh, I like that he was not ashamed. Farmer clone. Um, yeah, he wasn't at all. And that, that's what was really neat about this episode like, is, is Rex is almost like you're just talking about this like this is nothing. This is like what we're here for. Like this is what oh, he was disgusted. Yeah, he was for. disgusted. Yeah, he really was. But you're yeah. deserter. But no, I mean uh, he, he and especially once you know you have to the story about how this came to be so when he told that story it was a good explanation as to why a clone trooper would do what he did right right everybody i knew got killed i would have just been slaughtered for no reason this war is stupid 
and I just walked away. Okay, he's not ashamed of it. He's he's yeah. and he's, 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 he's proud it. to have a family. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and, and as we the saw, kids are there. They're with, not going to take him away with the kids. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> no, I I I um, actually watched this episode twice. The first time through, I really thought the farmer's not going to make it. Okay. And then there's going to be this really interesting, you know, kind of dynamic. Rex, yeah, does he step in? He can't. He's got to. We know he's got to go back to his, his squad. But right. um, I, I really thought the the farmer dude was going to buy it. Buy the farm, is so to speak. So but, the, uh, so, uh, so I was the, happy. There's a line in there where he says, "I'm going to fight to my last last breath to keep them safe." And I said, I wrote my notes. So I said, "Oh hell, don't say that." I was yeah, like, now, now I know you're not going to make it. And he, yeah, you know, that's and putting he, on the red shirt. That's right. Oh, yeah. wait two days from retirement. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was just like, oh, man, don't say that, dude. But interesting thought, though, is that you thought that he might pass and then Rex would just take his place. No, 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 no. That would be the the presentation. Like, will Rex, you know, will Rex oh, be tempted to... And, no, yeah. he's not. Of course, he's not. Come on, come on. That, that right. would that would fall flat. So this so is this was, is this is something that's 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 easy for us to say in hindsight, just because we know how big of a character Rex is, future in the series. Yeah. So so like so I I wonder what it would have been like had we watched it on you know January first two thousand ten and been like oh man is he really gonna like because you know that was their Andor that was like or that was there shouldn't I, the pronoun for there we, we're not defining a an audience but I'm just saying the people that watched it initially this was kind of like their Andor like they didn't know what was gonna happen next week you know what I mean and it was I, I would argue I would argue that. You know, the variable um, impact power of blasters. Some blaster shots are lethal instantaneously and others are, you know, just winged him. So when he got shown, when Rex got picked off of the speeder bike thing and and that was not a fatal shot. Okay. He's going to make it. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree with that. But yeah, it it was, you know, and they happened upon the farm of like probably one of five deserters in the whole, you know, clone army. Um, that, that would you know take that much of a, a chance and do this, but uh, I don't know. I I thought it was a really good episode. I, I I thought that the whole psychological part of it. I thought that it. it I didn't necessarily, necessarily think that. I thought the farmer might die, but, but I I didn't know if Rex was going to turn him in or not. I really didn't. I was just like, is this going to show that Rex is like true, true, you know, trooper? Yeah. Um, and that was what this episode was about. So I, yeah, really good episode. I, I really enjoyed this one. I really I, did. I would not have been surprised if Rex had said, "I'm I'm sorry, but." Duty's yeah. duty. Yeah. And, agreed. Yeah. He's yep. a deserter. Yep. Totally but then agree. With that. You, then you're not gonna like Rex, you know? Yeah. You're really not gonna like him. So. Yeah. And then how do you carry him through this rest of the series without sounding like, you know, like, oh, this was the dude that brought that other guy in. You know what I mean? It's just got yeah. yeah. I don't know. It, it was it was it was a really good, really good series. I kinda wish I had seen it when it came out, just to kind of be on the edge of my seat a little bit more. But that being said, really good. Really good. Really good. Well, speaking yeah. of being on the edge of your seat, the, when the assault on the farmhouse, right? When they had yeah. to, took the stand in the farmhouse, that was really well done. It was. And because I I kind of thought the farmer was going to die, the stakes were pretty high there. You've got the kids, you know, you, you, who's going to get hurt? Uh, is it going to be one of those um, random, you know, stray blaster shots that, you know, takes out somebody or something? So, I, I yeah, I really it was in the dark. It was very well done, and um, it was not a foregone conclusion, how it was going to well, also, also, too, the firepower that they were up against also. Because, like, you've seen these droids that you're just like, oh, those are pretty powerful droids. And now there's 12 of them? I think it was like a dozen. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, this is not going to go well. You know what I mean? This is, you know, this is a pretty big fight. And I don't know if two clones are going to be able to to do this. But, yeah, it, it was it was good. And what was interesting, too, is it really, it, it was part of an arc 
But I don't necessarily know that it moved that arc along that much. It was more of like a, oh, like not a at filler all. episode. It was more like a filler yeah. episode, but it was well, a really good filler episode. I would I wouldn't call it a filler. I would call it sort of an extension. It it well, in a sense, it fills in a question that probably people have had, which is I mean, clones, clones can't be perfect, right? Surely right. some of them have had these thoughts. And and the clone farmer guy in the episode actually says that, you know, I know Rex, you've thought about it, right? Yeah. And Rex kind of, oh, no, no, no. But you can tell that, yeah, he kind of has. He's yeah, about, he what, if, what if I just, yeah. you know, walk away? So, uh, but no, in, in another sense, it's a total um, spinning in place because you know Grievous is going to get away. He always gets away. Yeah. But it's still, well, it's meant to be really frustrating, and it is really frustrating. But it's nice that we get to see a side arc of a character inside this episode. I, I, oh, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was good. All right, so let, let's juxtapose this with episode 11, which was the second one that we watched in this, which uh, I I didn't think was bad. I do think it was the worst out of the th- three, and I think it was... Oh, no doubt. Uh, ...and a filler, by far. But it's uh, it's Lightsaber Lost. came out on January 22nd, 2010. Um, and we, we go back to our, you know, we've lost the lightsaber trope, but this time it's Ahsoka, and uh, she's going to retrieve it, and she tries to figure out what species this guy is that she she knows stole the lightsaber. So she goes to the Jedi archives. Jocasta News there. She's like, oh, well, you should go talk to... Um... So Jocasta New tells her to go talk to Tara Snube. Tara Snube is this old guy that's falling asleep at the desk. She's kind of like, I don't know what's going on. Why, why am I asking this guy? And, of course, he's got like this kind of Yoda Jedi personality that kind of the wisdom more than the action. Um, except at the end a little bit. But but uh, they end up you know going on a mission and... He almost kind of uses her bait a little bit. I mean, it's pretty good. I mean, it's it, let me say this: it was a it was a decent filler episode. It's just that I don't think that it it I I think that it didn't necessarily fit in with the other episodes that we've seen so far this season. Do, do you know what I'm saying? Like, it just it seemed like an I don't know. I don't know how you can call this a filler episode. Ahsoka learns a valuable lesson. Of course, that we've seen Anakin do like multiple times in multiple episodes. Like, <laughs> no, this, this is just okay. Whatever. Yeah. It, it, it. My my thought the whole time was in so many uh, cases and so many moments, you know, you can use the force, right? You can just just yank that thing right back. You just well, Terrence Yeah, yeah. And also, too, is is it's it's more like a little lesson thing with Terrence Nube where he's like, you got to quiet your brain. You're just you're too much. <laughs> like I feel like that's what he's saying. Is he's just like you're too much right now. Like you just got to calm down some, and you got to think about things because you're not. And she's young, hot headed, you know, you know all that kind of stuff. But still, it's like I don't know. It just it seemed like Yoda teaching a lesson type situation. Which oh, very much. I like Terrence Nube. He was he was a cool character, but I don't know. It, it, yeah. I, Did you have any other thoughts on this episode? I mean, it really wasn't. The Coruscant has a uh, Cor- Coruscant. I always get mixed up on that. Coruscant, Coruscant, yep. always Croissant. has. I mean, it it ha- it must have super low gravity because not only the Jedi, because it's one thing for a Jedi to jump like fifty feet. Okay, yeah, that's we've kind of covered that. But this was like you know other people doing this. Yeah, like and and it wasn't like the parkour. Uh, trope of okay, they they rolled, they tucked and rolled, you know all that kind of stuff. So they must have been able to, they know how to how to handle it. This was just not just jump down fifty feet, boom. Okay. Well, they they, uh, they did say something about the race though of the one that was running. 
that they, doesn't she say something about her being a jumper or something like that? As in, like, like her race is known for being able I'm, to do acrobatics. No, I, okay. You know, I often say one little line like that, a throwaway line, would answer so many questions. I missed that. If that's in there, I missed it. So I think okay. that she does. I, I think that right, right when Ahsoka starts starts chasing after her, she says something to that nature. Um, I could be wrong though, but I but I, I think I remember being like, oh, okay, well that's how you're you're doing this acrobatic stuff. Because I told yeah, I totally agree with you. She totally does. She jumps from like high beam to high beam and like moving parts and like all this stuff, and you're just kind of like, okay, wait, what? Yeah, that was a little that was a little um, unsettling. So in the end, right, the Mister Slow dude, how exactly did he get there? How, how do you I don't know, because he, yeah, because I was about to say, he does kind of like, yeah. Well, maybe the train was just a big circle, and he knew where it was going, because he's like, whizzing <laughs> It's Disney World, just know. going in a big circle, yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. He's like, you know what, they're going to Space Mountain eventually. I'm going to get on this bad boy, this old frontier, frontier steam engine, and meet him over at Space Mountain, because I can walk over there faster than they can run. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, there, there was a lot of, like, kind of stuff that you're just like, I, I didn't really enjoy his lightsaber, though. I thought that was kind of a neat twist on, uh, but you also got to remember, like, can you imagine Tarasen you may be in like a, a 20 or 30 year old Jedi having that lightsaber? Like, dude, what are you doing walking around with a cane? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's just kind of, it's just kind of like odd. You know what I mean? I mean, maybe, maybe he's moved his crystal a couple of times in his life. I was going to say, but, it's uh, not like you build one lightsaber and that's it, right? I don't know. That's a great question I, that I hope we'll I, find well, out on this journey. I, I don't know. I, mean, I, I, I don't. Like, I, like anytime you see a Jedi, they have their own, like, customized lightsaber that, like, you know is theirs. Do they build another one later on? I know, on? but that, I don't that's know. marketing. That's branding. That, that's, I know. That, yeah. yeah. You're right, though. Yeah, you, I, you, you wouldn't I, build I a cane yeah. lightsaber as a, as a 20-year-old. Or, yeah. heck, as a yeah. 10-year-old. Yeah, and you know he didn't come to the Jedi later on. Yeah, or as a 10-year-old. That'd really look even weird. Or, or maybe, he's, maybe he has some physical problems that we do not, we are not aware of. Fair enough. And we, and we should not be poking fun at Terrace Nube. But He's I don't know. He's differentially it seemed, it, abled. Yeah, yeah. So so it, so maybe that's what it is, and, and that's part of his character, because I really had no clue in the backstory. I remember, was it something in Andor or Manda? Where, where, was, where did we see Terrace Nube? Was it Episode 9? I think it was Episode 9. Oh, I you see, no uh, you see You see a glimpse of Terrace Nube, but everybody's like, oh, it's Terrace Nube. And I was like, I don't know who Terrace Nube is yet, but whatever. We'll figure it out. Me and John will get there. Let's move on to the last and maybe biggest episode of these three. And when I say biggest, I don't necessarily mean the best one that I thought. Because if I rank these, it would be 1, 3, 2. Um, or, or sorry, 10, 12, uh, 11. But this is this is a core episode. Like every list that I've seen of like the essential Clone Wars episodes to watch, this is ranked very high in this list. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's always... Yeah, so it's... So it's uh, Season 2, Episode 12, The Mandalore Plot. Um, you know, we get introduced to Duchess Satine, which is kind of neat, and, and you and you definitely sense that. And, and I know, you know, Satine has had, uh, has, has a future in, in all this Star Wars stuff, but um, or in this galaxy or in the story. But also, too, um, you get introduced to Vizsla, uh, Death Watch. Um, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on previously that... that the Clone Wars or any story that we've seen, I don't think, talks about like like you definitely get a vibe of Satine and, and Obi Wan having past relationship. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Would, weird, right? It I is. Obi Wan has never given any indication of like the Anakin thing. You know, he's got a little side hustle going on, a little side piece. Obi Wan is has always come across as a monk, 
Oh, totally. And if you remember back with Qui Gon Jinn and uh, oh, what was our what was our favorite uh, cowboy Jedi? Oh, uh, cowboy Jedi. Yeah, the, the guy from um, the guy from the. Uh, oh man, this is gonna bother me, John. What is, is this his the name? audible book thing? No, 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 no. He don't think he he may have been in the audio book audible audio book, but this was the one that's um the cowboy Jedi that. Remember, he was always sleeping with all the women, and he was stationed on a planet. Yes, that's from the, the Master and Apprentice. Yeah, Master and Apprentice. Master and Apprentice, that's what it was. Yeah. What, is, what was that Jedi's back. name? Do you remember that? <laughs> I don't know. Cowboy Jedi's good. Yeah, Cowboy Jedi. He was at Rex. No, was it Rex? I can't remember what it was. I want to say Rex Tillman, but that's a, that's a political figure. Rex something. Anyways, uh, it reminds me of him, and it, it, it felt like Qui-Gon Jinn was very down on that guy. Yes. For having like very very down on for having any type of relationship or any type of attachment, and you know Obi Wan's been with the Jedi for a long time, so like that that's where it's kind of like oh okay, what is this? This has piqued my interest, you know. And yeah. then you have the whole you have the whole story with the, with the the former governor or was the governor being the leader of Deathwing and um, them having to fight their way out of this moon base, and uh, it was good. It was it was it was a neat start to what I think is going to be a pretty long multi season arc. Especially with Death Watch, because I've heard people talk about them. Death Watch. It was Death Watch, wasn't it? Death Death Watch. Watch. Yeah. Yeah. It was was good, but it wasn't a shock. I mean, it's like, okay, suspicious guy is suspicious. Oh, he turns out to be the leader of the thing. Okay, yeah. No big deal. With the Darksaber. I was going to say, Darksaber, put it in all caps in my notes. Darksaber! Which I only know is a thing anyway. I would have wondered, like, what is up with the weird lightsaber? But uh, thanks to um, the Mandalorian, right? Where he gets the dark saber? I didn't know anything about the dark saber when I saw it in Mandalorian. I was like, "That's a weird lightsaber." Yeah, no, totally agree. Yeah, and, and this is where we're starting to see the history of that and why yeah. everybody was so, you know, blown out of the water when it happened. Which, you know, I was like, "Hey, that's pretty cool." But yeah, the same thing with me, uh, with you. Uh, it was just kind of like, "Okay, that's a pretty cool looking lightsaber." Everybody's freaking out about it. I don't know that much about it. Well, but, but they, yeah. they in in this episode, they don't. Obi Wan doesn't say. Oh, you have the dark saber. He doesn't have no, any reaction not at all. to it. No, not at all. And maybe maybe that's because it's a, a, a an old Mandalorian weapon that he just doesn't really know that much about it yet. Yeah, you know. I mean, it, so, I would have to think it's something like that. And, and I wonder if Grievous, uh, I'm sorry, Doku does know, and that's why the Separatists are working with them. And he's like, oh, okay, that's that's a pretty big weapon that that will actually rally the troops. You know, a Mandalore because he has that weapon, and maybe that's why he's decided to work with him, or at least we get the vibe that the Separatists are working with him. Um, I think, right. uh, if I remember right, one even says it at the end. He's like, "I'm pretty sure the Separatists are working with these guys to overthrow the Mandalorian government." Yep, or Duchess Satine at least. Uh, yeah, good episode. I liked it, I, and I'm, I'm excited about the next couple of episodes uh, because I think that the story is going to get really good and really interesting, and also we're going to learn a little more history about Obi Wan. Which uh, I don't know if you know, it, it, and there's actually too a new book that um, we, it's not on our list because it's just come out uh, recently. I think in the last couple of months, but it's called Brotherhood, which is Anakin and Obi Wan at about this time. I think so. Uh, I don't know. Maybe that hints at some more Mandalorian stuff too. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. We may have to. I may have to do a little bit of research once we finish the other book. Um, to, uh, <laughs> there's to, uh, another book. Yeah, uh, there's another book we've been working on. Um, so, yeah, so, I, I don't know. Good, good episode. Uh, if you had to rank all three of the episodes, 10, 11, and 12, what order would you put them in? I'm not asking you for a score. I, I, I would, uh, the Mandalore first. Yeah. Oh, you put Mandalore first? Okay. It's got Mandalorians in it. And I know, I know it does. And, Let's and that's, count and the number of Mandalorians cool. in the other episodes. Zero. <laughs> True. And, and technically, zero. we technically we haven't seen 
you know, from the timeline standpoint, we both watched it because we love watching this kind of stuff. But, you know, it, it take the Mandalorian out of the picture, where it, whereas at this time, you know, nobody had seen really that much anything besides Jango and Boba, really. You know what I mean? Right. You know, That's so right. this was probably this was probably a very big thing whenever it came out, I would suspect. But good I episodes. Definitely expect so. Good episodes. I enjoyed them. Story's getting good now. I, I feel like I feel like they caught their groove in season two. I feel like, and then now it's really getting to where. All right, now let's start telling this multi-season arc. Um, it, it, you know that we can that we can build on and build on and build on and build on all the way. You know, through like season what nine? I think was the last one that they did. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. This 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 feels like the first real episode where I was like, whoa, this could really have some you know lasting effects in the universe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I see. Where okay. you're, well, I, I wasn't. I just wasn't thinking about it in those terms. Um, but sure, it's a fun yeah. episode. Yeah, good very fun episode. Dark Saber. Yeah, good to see the dark saber. Good to see the cool Mandalorian city. I thought that was kind of neat. You know, that was a weird city. That was just like ma- right oh, it was super weird. Yeah, it totally it was. was. Yeah, boxy. yeah, it was weird. It was weirdly. It was like uh, there's a couple a couple levels of Destiny that are like that world maps that are, you're just kind of like, whoa, this is pretty cool. And I really wonder if Destiny kind of like took a little influence from that because I saw that immediately was just like, whoa, wait a minute, hmm. this is kind of neat. So uh, yeah, or, or maybe they both took it from somebody else. I have no clue. But um, yeah, good, good episodes. I enjoyed it. I think these uh, these three were really good. Um, what do you want to do for the next couple of episodes? Do you want to watch three more straight episodes? Do you want to watch two and start a comic, or you want, what, are you, what are you thinking? What does the list say? The list says we continue on with Clone Wars uh, for a pretty uh, good while. Uh, did we talk about um, the new Tales of the Jedi? Did we want to start working that in? Ooh, that might be good, John. I think yes. Let's do that. Let's watch the first episode of Tales of the Jedi. And then two more episodes of The Clone Wars, and we'll discuss that on the next podcast, 35. Okay. Very good. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I have not watched any of that yet, and I think that it would be good to watch. So, um, and, I, and again, I don't like touching on the newer, newer stuff, uh, you know, even though Andor was amazing. Uh, the stuff that just kind of finished up, I don't want to bring up anything in case people are still watching that or uh, right. in the process of watching that. So now... Uh, we get to the kind of the back half of the podcast, John. Uh, what else you been watching? So the the main thing I want to bring up is uh, a little series that I discovered recently. It's probably known to a lot of people. I I don't know why, but I watched one episode kind of when it came out and really did not like it and never went back. Well, that's not true. I, I did go back, but I didn't go back for a while. So this is Love, Death, and Robots. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And when I find... I don't know what... Maybe maybe uh, William said something about it. And I went and watched another episode. Totally different episode. Still, I finished the episode that I just quit. Because it was so stupid. Um, but something clicked. And I just binged all of them. And they're all yeah. really short. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's like a couple of evenings. And you blow through all three seasons. Yeah. Mind-blowing. Fantastic. Absolutely. In so many different ways. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with that. The different yeah. art styles, the different approaches, the just unrestrained creativity is so impressive. Yeah, I feel like I feel like they're very black mirrorish. There are some that I definitely think are just leagues above the other ones, but they're they're all very good and they're all very well done. Oh, some of them are like uh, okay. Well, Did you watch all of season two also? I watched all three seasons. Oh, sorry. I, 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 I am only caught up on season two then. I, I did not realize that season three was already out. However so. many seasons there are, I've watched all of them. Oh, except okay. for the one episode that I hated. 
Which, which was one was about, the one that you did? Which one? The first the house one. cleaning, the house cleaning robots that turn on you and want to kill you. Oh it yeah. Just, I don't know why. Yeah. It's just like this is stupid. Yeah. And no, there were a couple of other other episodes that were like, eh. But, but so, so many of them were were just wow. Yeah, and then the the fidelity of the graphics on a lot of them, at least toward the back half too, was just mind blowing. Like I'm just sitting there, like, is this what what, what is this real or not real? Like I don't know. Like. Yeah, it, it, yeah. The it, how far some of those artists went is just it, detail. Everything is just like, what am I like? This is amazing. Like, like, why are people not screaming from the rooftops about this? Uh, yeah, really good series. Totally agree. My favorite episode since you asked, yes, three seasons. My favorite episode was um, something like Beyond the Aquila Rift. The guy, you know, they go into to the sleep chambers. That's season yes. two, I think. Yeah, yeah, that was about to say. They that's wake not, up, like, yeah. really far away. Yes, yep. Saying no more about it, but that. Yeah, that you don't, yeah. just is, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, that was, that was yeah, that was a really good one. I mean, that was, yeah. Yeah, it, it, great series. Uh, there's also, um, oh my gosh, I cannot remember this artist's name. Sturgill Simpson, what is the name of the show? Yeah, I, I think another thing along those lines that I really enjoyed was uh, Sturgill Simpson. And I think we we talked about this, I think, maybe on a previous podcast when we were talking with, about Visions. But um, he has a, I guess you call it a movie, uh, called Sound and Fury, which is based off one of his albums, Sound and Fury. And tell me if this is sounding like I'm repeating myself. Um, but basically what Sound he... Sound and Fury a lot. Go ahead, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, brought the Sound and Fury. Okay, so he uh, so basically what he did was he took and wrote this concept album and then divided the the song up, you know, into what or divided the album up into, I think it was, I want to say it was like nine songs or something of that nature. And then he gave each uh, different anime artist one song to animate. And then he wanted mm-hmm. them all to flow together. Did I have talked about this before with you? No, 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 no. I'm just following okay. along. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so he had this great, they, and the music's very, very good too. But then you see like all nine of the videos put together and you see the different art styles and then you see just some that are beyond bonkers and then others that are not. And, like, it's the same story uh, with the same main characters because they'll kind of flash in a little bit and flash out. But uh, it's really wild. I think it's on Netflix if I remember right. But it's called Sound and Fury by Sturgill Simpson. And um, hmm. the music's good and the, the the graphics are just like, you're just like, whoa, this is crazy. Like, and it, it definitely, I remember watching it being like, this is very Love and Robots-ish. But, um pretty good w- worth a watch and, and you may only get through the first two or three songs and be like i don't know about this but but it's it's a it's a weird but good watch uh sound and fury netflix i'm pretty sure it's on netflix it's either netflix or amazon i can't remember which um what else you been watching I, you've been talking uh, about just a, again. I, I, I want to put a bow on this so season okay, three since apparently you haven't watched season three i have not of love, love death and robots is nine episodes i'm looking through the list of them and they're all bangers they are all fantastic um, right off the bat, the first three are amazing. And then probably the, the, uh, s- definitely the strangest one is the very last episode. I'm not gonna say anything about it, but yeah, that's, that's, that's out there. What, um, really what, there. what is the name of the first one? The first episode? Yeah. Of season three. Three robots. So- I think it's the second episode with those three robots there i think there's one in season one. okay I, I, I was about to say because i've seen one with three but that's what it was is yeah. I, I must have already seen the first one and this is must be a continuation of it okay, okay. It's, okay. That, that's the only i think that's the only episode that actually is a continuation Sequential. everything yeah. else is just completely original um but i like those three robots so there it's cool 
But they're, so, they're just they're so good. They're so good. All right, I like it. I need to watch season um, three. Yeah, definitely watch season three. I can't believe you haven't watched it. You do that. You just stop watching things. No, 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 no. Whenever, whenever I stopped watching season two, season three had not been released yet. Okay, and well, I, it was and released I, months ago. Months and months and months ago. Well, I didn't know that it was released, John. You're a busy yeah. guy. I know. I know. I know, guy. but well, th- those are awesome because you can just, they're like Visions episodes. You can just watch them really quickly. You know what I mean? Like you can watch one and then if you got to go do something else, you got to go do something else. So, yep. Um, yeah, so th- those, are, those are really good. Yeah, um, I'm impressed. I'm impressed you, you found those so, so awesome because they, they really are. They're like, they're different. It's a different type I, I really, of I cannot, making. I cannot. Oh, I, ha- I, I had to actually uh, show the one about the, um, the, monster santa i had to show that one to my family the monster santa i the kids go down the kids creep down it's season two or one i can't remember but the kids creep downstairs to to catch santa and it ends up being this gruesome monster (laughs) how did the family react yes i kind of do but i kind of don't so it's probably season one and it's been a little while what um oh that's so good how did how did the family react to that (laughs) um about how you would think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't know that I would show that one to my family if I remember right, but yeah. They, I think they told me that yes, it was entertaining as they backed out of the room, never breaking <laughs> eye contact. Yes, Dad. Yeah, that looks cool, Dad. Um, it kills me because that's the only episode, only episode of, of pretty much the all seasons that I could I could show to you share. Know. Yeah. Yeah. The, the uh, rest are just way out there. But anyway. Um, I do want to talk about something else. I don't know if you've seen this one. It's called Cabinet of Curiosities. Oh, that's, uh, what's his name? Pan's Labyrinth guy. Guillermo. Guillermo del Toro. Easy. Um, so people on, on Twitter would not shut up about uh, episode seven. Okay, this is, this is these are, these are again, this is a serial series, right? It's like, yes. it's not. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah. what do you call it? Um, as a word. There's a word. It's a, not an amalgamation, but a, um, oh my God, it's going to haunt me. You know, we're each it's standalone chapters, done by different directors, different writers, yeah. all that stuff, and you just shove them all together. Anthology. It's called an anthology. Oh, anthology. Okay, I got you. All right, so people would shut up about episode seven, so I'm like, all right, fine. It's famous, famous dude. Let's watch episode seven. That was the worst piece of tripe. Whoa! Ouch! Came up swinging here. Ever? How I thought you. I thought, could think. I thought you were about to go like the complete opposite direction. No, I'm singly. It's just like with love and death. I you 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 tell me that you know this episode is really great. Okay, well I know it's an anthology, so I can I can watch that episode and pretty much judge the entire series and not waste my time. And it was so pathetically bad. Wow, I I am the really writing was crap. The acting was crap because the writing was crap. Everything about it was crap. Usually, usually on these, on these, so, so, so for people that don't listen to this podcast, maybe tune in for the first time, generally we'll talk about Star Wars for the first, uh, I don't know, 30 minutes. And then we usually leave around 15 minutes uh, toward the end just to talk about just generic geek stuff that we're doing. You rarely ever bring up something that you don't like. This must have been like horrible, horrible. Yeah, it was for you. something, it was something else that I watched that I thought was crap. Just complete crap. I don't remember what it was. Talk to me, John. Crap. Tell me. See, see, crap. This, I don't remember. This is where this is where it's good because since I don't get to watch a lot of stuff or as much stuff as I wish I got to watch, you're busy guy. You, you you telling me not to watch something is maybe no, even a little no. bit more valuable. No, no, no. You misunderstand. Go watch episode seven of Cabinet of Care. I want to hear your take on it. Oh, okay. So oh, now, so now, now with the minuscule amount of time that I have to watch something, I'm going to go watch something terrible. That one episode. Yes, watch it. It's okay. crap. All right. All right. Just how long? Just, how long are these episodes we talking? Uh. That's a good question. I want to say 30-ish? I don't. I don't. 
Yeah, something okay. like that. Okay, that's fine. They're yeah, that's not, good. They're that's not, good. I don't think they're full hour. So, so this one, like it was this one definitely time. left a, a bad taste in your mouth. Did you go back and watch any of the other ones? No. Why would I go? If, that, if that's the pinnacle of the series, scrap. Yeah, but you need to go back and watch it, John. I'm trying to remember what words you just used with me, and I cannot for the life of me remember. But <laughs> but uh, I wanted to turn that around, but I just I, I didn't get it because I'm drinking a 12% beer over here. Yeah, um, how's that going? Yeah, it's good. It's, I, I'm halfway yeah. done. It's very yeah. good, and I'm starting to, to, to clock it in a little bit. Like I'm like, okay. I mean, we've been we've been doing the podcast for thirty six minutes, and I'm I'm we we I think we drank that within the first minute or two, and yeah, yeah. So the the last thing I want to mention, and then we can get to your stuff. Okay, um, is because well, my, stuff's, my stuff's boring, but go ahead. Yeah, because you never have time to watch anything. <laughs> uh, the, with the new Willow series coming out, yeah. on Disney Plus, I went back. You got to go back. Yeah, and watch, I, the, I and not, watch the old movie. I haven't watched Willow in yeah. what forty years. I watched it with the the kids. I think at the very beginning of quarantine. Oh wow! And um, and uh, they were um, indi- indifferent to it. <laughs> indifferent, yeah. yeah indi- like 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 it was just it was just kind of like okay, not bad, just not you know amazing, you know. And I'm like, oh, Ben Morgan, you know, this is awesome. And then it got to the special effects at the end, which I remember being a kid, just being like, whoa, you know, what the the jumping. Um, um... The, uh, the the beast the thing crab and like thing. well the thing at the top of the castle like the uh, yeah all on the the middle battle scene with the two headed um, yes 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 yeah yeah sure yeah I used to be like that's so like that was so realistic that was so cool and I honestly have not watched Willow since I was little yeah. and uh, I remember seeing like the kind of and, and I, I think it, is it is it claymation stop motion or is it, it's the same thing as the monsters from like Howard the Duck like it's like oh, that sure, kind yeah. of like cross like like. Yeah. Anyways, I think they called it the the um, ILM called it Go Motion, which is a very Go Motion. Okay. Motion. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a very ILM thing to say. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah. So I remember watching that and just being like, just being like, okay. I remember. I, I almost didn't want to watch this again because I wanted to remember it as in like mind blowing. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. 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 But I, it's good. Yes. It's still a good movie. It's still a good movie. Hold I, I I did not think it was mind blowing at the time. I thought it was entertaining. Okay. And it seemed like it was. Well, it was it was weird because it's it's building this whole new world, and I'm thinking this is George Lucas, this is George, yeah. this is Star Wars yeah. guy, yeah. right? And so it had a lot of world building to do that had no familiarity, right? You're not familiar with this at all, but it still reused some of the the tropes, you know, the knights and the wizards and all that stuff. It's the it's the Joseph Campbell here with a thousand faces thing. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's the same thing over. But 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 it but it's good. I mean, it, I think I thought they was, did a really was, good job with it. Was it. Good. I mean, it, it was good. Yeah. It was well, it was. I'm going to say it was okay. So I remember, I remember watching that, and then around the same time, so that came out in like what eighty six, you think? Eighty seven, eighty eighty eight. Oh, eighty eight. Okay, eighty six. Yeah, let's so let's say it was. Let's just say for shoots and giggles, it was eighty six. So eighty six, I would have been seven. You would have been twelve. Um, Is that right? Hold on, I, I want to look this up because oh yeah, eighty eight. I nailed that. Okay, eighty eight. So, yeah, okay, okay, okay. So you, I, I would have been uh, nine. I would have been nine. You would have been just getting into your teenage years. I was just just getting into my teenage years. That's halfway through my teenage years. Okay, I was a You're, strapping, yeah. young, <laughs> handsome, modest young man. Car fumes a, and perfumes, with a baby. Driver, that's exactly with yeah. a driver's license. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah. But so, so so I think we we probably had a little bit of a different take when we first saw it because I was still in that magical wonder, you know, age and 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 and. You were not. You were. You were. No, strapping. I was old and bitter about that. Movie. Yeah, old and bitter about movies and tropes. I see you sitting in the car, like, sitting, sitting in mad, the drive-through, getting I mean, mad the drive-in, stuff. sitting in the drive-in with a yeah. little tinny speaker on the window. You call yeah. that go motion? <laughs> <laughs> it's just claymation on a film. This ain't Star Wars. <laughs> this ain't Star Wars. 
Yes. Oh man. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. And I remember watching uh, Conan the Barbarian uh, around the same time, and there was some like that yeah. kind of like stop motion in there too. And I remember being like, "Oh, this is so cool!" Like I was like, "Oh, this is what I want to do." This is like you know, it's so awesome building these kind of things. And then you realize like how much how much effort all that is, and you're like, "Oh man, I don't know." That's I think that's probably one of the reasons I've really enjoyed that ILM series that's on Disney Plus, which you need to. At least check no, out those episodes. No, we've like. not we've not talked about that. I watched that after your recommendation. Oh, did you? Okay, and good. It good. was fantastic. Yeah, it really was. It just showed kind of this like I really enjoyed the. I think it was the first or the second episode where it's just like this huge party atmosphere with tons of money, and then they show him all the work that they've actually got done, and it was only like 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 less than thirty seconds worth of work while he was gone. Yeah, yeah. and you just see him being like, "What on earth is happening here? Like, I can't do this. Like, I, my movie's gonna fail." And um, yeah, it, it, that was a good series. Yeah, yeah. If you have, if anybody listening hasn't checked that out, please go check that out. Um, yeah. So I, I haven't really been watching that much. Um, Shocker. Yeah. Seriously. Well, okay. I take that back. Actually, I've I've actually watched a decent amount of, uh, of, of I don't want to call it movie documentary, but it's uh. So I went back and for some reason on Slick Deals, which is a website where you can get really good. Uh, uh, deals on movies and stuff, especially physical media now because you know everything's digital. So, um, I saw a an ad for the Green Planet, which is one of the BBC series. You know, like how they do BBC Earth, they do all those different series that are like a different nature type shows. Oh, this is a follow on to Blue Planet. Yes, correct. Same okay. people, same same thing. It's just called the Green Planet. It's all about plants. I have not heard of that. Gotcha. Yeah, it's all about plants. It was like thirteen bucks, and I was like, okay, man, I'll grab it. It was four K, which is awesome because that's that's the whole reason I wanted because a lot yep. of these you can stream, but you're still only streaming it uh, high def, not four K. Lousy so, high def. Yeah. What is this? The Middle Ages? <laughs> yeah. Seriously, ten eighty. I mean, come on. I can tell that you know, six feet away. Um, but anyways, uh, the uh, yeah. So so I saw four K. I was like thirteen bucks. I was like, oh, that's a great deal. I mean, I'm just gonna snag it. And then I just became enthralled with it. Like, I, I watched, like, I think three episodes. They're like an hour piece. Three episodes the first night, and then slowly watched the rest of them. And then uh, and then I was like, I need more, I need more. And then I saw that they have Blue Planet, which I'm just like, oh, this is, this is right up my alley. So I got Blue Planet. And um, with the Blue Planet 2-pack for in 4K also, uh, the Blue Planet came with Planet Earth 2, which I, I, I remember when Planet Earth 1 came back or came out. Um, I remember watching that. As it, I think as it came out, like I remember that was a big deal for everything. Everybody's like, "Oh, you're gonna see these cameras, camera work, and everything that's crazy." And um, so I've been working my way. I worked all the way through Blue Planet, and then now I'm working my way through Planet Earth Two, and they're all great. I'll tell you what, the, the Green Planet's really neat because they have this like really cool way that they have precision filming now. So basically, what they'll do is they'll find a plant and just like literally leave the camera there for like six weeks. And these are these are nice cameras, but not super expensive cameras. But the way that the camera moves is always the same sequence over and over. So as they play the the time lapse over time, the camera also moves and like dives into like these environments and stuff. And it's wild. Hmm. It's absolutely wild because you're sitting there like, how do you get this? How do, how do you film this? Like this is this you can't really film this unless you're literally you know like there's no way a camera guy can do this. And um, it's pretty neat. It's, it, there's, there's a lot of really cool tech in the green, uh, the green planet. Blue planet is not as much tech heavy, but man, it's the stuff we love with the oceans and everything, and the divers, and how close they're getting to some of these animals. And you're just like, whoa, that's crazy. And then planet Earth's just kind of the same thing. It, it, it's planet, it's planet Earth one, just extended footage, really. I mean, I, I take it back. It, it's new footage, but it's not anything that you're just kind of like, oh, this is kind of revolutionary because you, you've probably seen it, planet uh, Earth one. But um, yeah, I've been on that kick for a while. 
And then uh, now that football season's over, I'm going to be open back up to a lot of time to watch. No, no, I, I, I love how you, you know, I, don't, I just don't have a lot of time to watch shows and stuff. So I watched three one hour episodes the other <laughs> yeah. night. Yeah, that was fantastic. Well, that and was the other I, thing is the, uh, the, thing, the thing with what? me is I, I, rem, I remember those nights because they're so rare. Oh, so, so, so like, rare. so like, so like yes. whenever I sat down and watched something for three hours straight, it's got to be pretty good. And or, and this is, and we're not, we're not going to talk about Andor other than we can say how awesome it was or i know you're gonna say it's awesome too uh because we talk about this all the time it's the best star wars on tv period end of end of statement and I, and i and i told you that that rogue one has always been one of my favorites it's, it's always been top of the list for me um i told you that what i wanted to do was i wanted to take each three episode set and watch them all at once and john i got to watch four movies yep it was so now, awesome. and, and you told me that when you told me that because I was not aware of this, how they kind of structured things, that that was really eye opening, and it it really helped shape my experience also. Yeah, it, it, it's it, it, I literally watched four very well done Star Wars movies in a yep. gritty Rogue One ish universe type situation, and I loved it. I loved every minute of it. And honestly, like it was hard. I stayed off Twitter. I, I have my filter list on Twitter for words <laughs> is like miles long. And I'm not joking because I'd see something out of the ordinary, like a character name. And I would immediately yep. stop reading and then go filter that name. And, and like, like just because I was like, I do not want to know what goes on. I'm waiting three weeks. In the third week, I will watch all of them together. And it did not let me down. Oh, man, it was so good. So so, good. so now that you have finished it, I just want to yep. just talk about I, I want to get your take on that one moment. Never more than 12. Yeah, yeah. Is that not the best freaking moment? Better, it, it. I don't. I don't know of another other than, and we're not spoiling anything here. Other than I am your father, I don't know that there's ever to me been another like, I'm out of my seat moment. Like I was just like, oh my gosh. Right. Like, it was like, like it was like, like the no. It's funny you you mentioned the the I'm your father thing because that was just true shock, right? That was what? Yeah. This was like the 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 crane kick at the end of Karate Kid. You're like, yes, yeah, yeah. yes, yes. Good call. That's exact. That's that's the exact emotion I had. That's that's a perfect call. That is like you're just like, what is he doing? What what? And then you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree with so that. So good. I have not felt that from Star Wars. When was the last time I felt that from Star Wars? I mean, come on. Yeah, and, and I'm not I'm not going to name the actor or actress that says it or does anything so because we don't want to ruin anything. But but that uh, particular person too is so good, oh, so good in this. No series. doubt. Yeah, I would so, love like, to like, say more about him. But yeah, I will yeah, not. yeah, yeah, and I, yeah. We won't. But that that person, it will surprise me if there's not awards. I mean, that was such a good, such a good. Oh, it was very good, and I don't want—I don't want to talk anymore about it, so we won't. But um, we'll probably. Thing I, uh, well, I, I want to br- uh, get back to the planet Earth thing. So, uh, you know, you talk about how they—you know—they they had these amazing cameras, and they were able to do this this time lapse motion thing. You can just do that in computers, man. I mean, you don't have to go out in the nature. <laughs> I know. No, seriously, you, you, you I'm don't. joking, but I'm yeah. not because no, you, eventually so you'll the, be able the, to just do that. Why bother going out into the wild? Just generate it. And take it to the next level. Hey, chatbot, I would like this kind of shot. Yeah. Generate it for me. With these plants. Yeah. That's yeah, where I'm not, we're going to see doing... that. We're going to yeah. see that. Soon. And it will be it will be indistinguishable from what I watched on that show. Before anybody thinks that's going to happen, it's going to happen. Soon. And, so, and, sooner than you think. Sooner than you think. Yes. I think, I, you know, video and that type of situation and that recognition is still a little ways away, but like at the exponential rate things are going, it's not, it's going to be within the next five years, 
you know. It, I, I think if you, yeah, if you could jump forward five years, I think you would be like, holy crap. And, and to we're, be fair, you already, you already are with Marvel and like Star Wars now. I mean, it, it's, you know, the, the whole Mandalorian set is just indistinguishable from real life. I mean, like it, it really is. Like, it's just like, and the way that they move stuff around, like using like Unreal and like all those different like engines and stuff where it's just like, hey, here's a rock. Let's move this no, into the I, scene. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't disagree with you, but I'm saying look Generative. Further. You mean generative. Yeah. yeah no, I look agree. further. I agree. You just type out a text prompt. Uh, you know what? You yeah. You type out a text prompt, so you have the script bot generate a full movie script, full screenplay. Yep. That would win awards. Yep. And then you say, okay, now render, render yep. bot. No, no, and no. And now no. you have a full no, blown no. movie. You say render with Keanu Reeves. And exactly. Yeah. Yes. I mean, like, like you, you specified. I mean, it's 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 that. What was the thing that I posted the other day that I was just like so absolutely amazed by? Um, oh, I know what it was. It was. Um, uh, diffusion. Somebody, uh, somebody had gone onto Diffusion and said, "The text prompt, well, uh, stable Diffusion," and said, "Text prompt, show me a cross between." Um, oh, I'm going to forget the two act, the two director, uh, Wes Anderson, and who was the other person? Do you remember this uh, that I posted on the chat? I, I'm sorry, I don't. Okay, so so Quentin so Tarantino. somebody, somebody, maybe Martin Scorsese. I forget I forget who it was, but it was it was it was two directors and with completely unique of art course. styles. Yeah, like you yeah, know like 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 you know it immediately when you see yep. you know Rushmore. You're like, oh, okay, I get it. It's what's interesting. You know, like you just, you see it, you know it, and it's and it is what it is. Um there were two distinct directors or directing styles and directors, and they said, Show me a movie of you know of X in this style, of Wes Anderson style is the only reason I remember the Wes Anderson part. And um it was spot on. Like it was it was scary spot on. And it and it really showed me that that I understand that artists and, and people are like, this is my style. You know, you can't take this, but, but th- that's a real, I mean, that's a absolutely real um, worry. I would think, I mean, cause, cause Wes Anderson is a creative mind and that's why I love Wes Anderson movies is because I get to see his style of movie. Um, and then like when you take another movie and put it in his style and it looks really good, there's still images, you know, nobody's talking, there's no video. But it looked like really like like he could have made that, and I'm like, oh, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Like that's I don't know. It just it feels icky. You know what I mean? Like it feels icky, and it feels like um, what one of the biggest problems I have right now, and, and we're going a little bit extended, but just because I want to I want to vent, um, is that up until I'm gonna say six months ago, everything that was created on the internet is going to have way farther and faster impact on everything generated in the future than anything that is generated or created after six months ago because the these libraries are cored are the the core of these generation libraries are built on everything that's been on the net up until you know six you're months actually ago. you're touching on what i was about to where i was about to go oh, okay yeah it, it's 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 an outsized it's an outsized opinion and influence and what is not good in my opinion is that I'm not sure that I really enjoy everything up until six months ago on the internet. Therefore, <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be really. It, it, if you train a library to generate something, it's going to generate something based on that time period, yep. and then it's going to take that that it's generated and suck that back into the engine. That's and, correct. And, and I read I read about that with uh, generated text. You know, the, yeah. the concern is that you can tell it write me a term paper and it writes a term paper, but then those those generated term papers are then being sucked back in. And they're now the source of of the next gen, and they're frantically trying to figure out how do we exclude 
our our synthotext from the next generation, so it doesn't just become well, a caricature it, of itself. It's very yeah, and that's that's the that's the weird curve. That's where it's like it's, it's going it's to gonna, supplant the real material with right. you know second, third, fourth, fifth. It's going to become self referential, self feeding, and it's that's that's I never thought about that. Well, and it's I, I I would really scary this, stuff. I'm going to go even a step further and say what happens when the machine itself or the 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 algorithm, whatever you want to call it, the model ends up recognizing something that it would have generated previously and says, I did this. I think I am a little bit better source than this other thing because I generated it. Yeah, okay, Skyrim, whatever. No, I'm, I'm where we are. We just talked about spitballing, about making plant movies that are awesome. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, it's it's, it's going to build so much on itself. And I think I think what's going to happen is it'll be, it, it'll go crazy. And then somebody's going to be like, hey, reset. Let's go back to where we started. Start with that model and, and, and do this again and make sure we have the right, you know, rule set around all this kind of stuff to where we're not sucking in the stuff that came from a generated model. Let's sign these generated things and make sure that everybody knows that this was generated and we don't need to, any other model. Oh yeah. Let's just rely on everybody doing the right thing. That's great. What could go wrong with that? <laughs> now I want to tie this in with something and I have no idea what it was. Okay. It was some Sorry. sort of deconstruction about Star Trek next generation. And it pointed out that all the references, if you watch the series, they're all like, if they talk about musicians, they're all musicians either from from you know before us or whatever. They don't talk about recent musicians. They don't talk about recent novelists. They don't talk about recent TV wait, wait, shows. Wait, 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 wait. When you say recent, do you mean to their time? Okay, to, they don't. They don't talk about you know Bob Odenkirk of twenty two forty, right? They always refer, reference things that we know. And the point was, they don't have any new art, and wait, this wait, would wait. tie into that. Wait, 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 but but. Do you mean the episodes of Star Trek that were written in like the seventies that have no no next generation the 80s oh 90s. okay 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 eighties nineties okay that, that's where I was losing you I was like what well, yeah. hadn't happened yet but I got you okay I got you so you're no, saying that when they play classical music right it's always Mozart and it's not Kenny G and all stuff yeah yeah it was not yeah it's not Kenny G yeah but it would tie Which it in be. beautifully with if we're reaching a point um a, a sort of pseudo singularity if you will where yeah. the the stuff becomes auto generated and nothing quote-unquote, new, because it's all based on the library, the, the the base library. Nothing new is created. So, yeah, 300 years from now, that's all they know, is yeah. stuff that existed up to us. How about that? So, wait, so wait they're going to live in a world without One Direction? No, One Direction exists, Eric, despite <laughs> my best kidding. wishes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I kid, I kid. I like Harry by himself. Um, so, so yeah, so, so uh, yeah, I, 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 we're on the same page here. I completely agree with you. I'm glad you brought this up because it's been nagging me and I've been meaning to like write something about it, but I just, I haven't brought myself to write anything. I, about I did it. see this something fly by about, they are working on, um, I think it was Google says that they can, they have a, something that can detect, you know, this was generated. They can, they can tell that. Yeah. So, so I, there is a solution out there and I've seen it in use actually by a couple of different people that I read. And basically what they do is they, they completely write whatever it is they're going to write. They publish it. As soon as it hits the web, they take a hash of it and they put up the hash on a certain uh, blockchain. And okay. that proves that you being the author placed it on that blockchain at that time. Now, whether that blockchain survives, whether any of that survives, Seriously. You know, honestly, is a, a whole but, different issue. There is a whole different issue. But what they're saying is, is that is is that this blockchain is specifically for 
saying, I've got this block of text, take a hash of it. And, and they did multiple iterations. So it was like, you know, they did one paragraph, they did two paragraphs, they did a sentence, they did multiple words. You know, it's this whole thing that they write. I don't, I didn't get all of it. They, that they write onto the chain and saying, hey, compare this to this chain. If you see it on this chain, some human wrote that. You either attribute it or don't attribute it or whatever you're going to do. But at least we have a record of it actually being on that chain. Uh, at this given time, and we know we can all prove mathematically that it was inserted at this date, and this person did it, so we have to attribute it back to them. Um, it's an interesting way to do it. Uh, I don't know. I, I I'd rather be on a chain than see Google be in charge of that kind of stuff. But you know, that's you know neither here nor there. Who knows if that's even going to be around in five years anyway? So, but uh, it was an interesting way to 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 do that though, and I thought that um, that. What I think the reason that somebody had brought it up was that people like 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 you said you said that they um, th- there were a lot of chat models that were like sentence by sentence they'd be different sources but the sentence itself would actually be from some other thing that it was plagiarizing and they're like well how do you catch plagiarism in the future you you, you kind of can't unless you have that that minute minor uh, micro type of way to say hey this sentence was written by this but then again you know you're also kind of like I can write a sentence. Like I remember there was a story one time about a guy that he was a computer programmer and he generated, uh, or his goal was to generate every single uh, tonal sequence in certain you know uh, times uh, you know as he plays um, with a computer so that he could then copyright all of it. Yeah, and that he could say you know anytime a song comes out now I I wrote that song. Right. Um, and so I, I, that sure. may be the same kind of uh, just absolutely it really does not matter type situation that we're seeing now, even if you did put everything on the chain or something like that. But it's an interesting thought. I don't know. So thanks for joining us tonight on the 34th podcast of the 11 part six podcast. We hope you've had a good time. And uh, next week we're going to start off with, and we just brought this up. We're going to watch the first episode of tales of the Jedi, which is the new series on Disney plus, which pretty positive. We're past the uh, timelines on those guys. So I'm not too worried about uh, anything new coming out of that, that we wouldn't watch at any point regardless. And then also, um, Clone Wars Season 2, Episodes 13 and 14. John, I appreciate you being on the podcast, my man. Happy to be here. All right, until then, stay safe. This is the 11 Parsecs Podcast, Episode 34. If you enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment to subscribe and leave us a good review. And be sure to check us out at 11parsecs.com and Discord. I'm Jonathan Smith with the man who doesn't know he's beautiful, Eric Thompson. Thank you for joining us. Do you look like daddy? <laughs>